0: Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meet Social and Emotional Learning podcast. My name is Andrea Samadhi and if you're new here, I'm a former educator who created this podcast to bring the most current neuroscience research along with high-performing experts who've risen to the top of their field with specific strategies or ideas that you can implement immediately to take your results to the next level. Today's episode number 68 started with me wanting to take a look at the most important concepts from Dr. Daniel Amon's Thrive by 25 online course that dives deep into understanding brain basics that we should all understand for ourselves, as well as to better understand others, since brain health strategies will lead to a better brain and life. But while writing this episode, I was sitting in an empty lobby of what used to be a busy local resort. Looking around at what was once the hustle and bustle of business people hurrying off to their events or families rushing off to the pool to spend time together, and the fact that the world has literally stopped still made me think. This place looked like a ghost town, almost like in a movie where the scene freezes. It made me freeze and think. Things around the world have changed like night and day over the past few months, starting with the COVID-19 pandemic, with the danger of infection and death, And the change continues as the world now faces racism, riots, and global economic upheaval. I thought that this episode needs to go a bit deeper than I was planning at first, and that we really need to address the neuroscience of change. Since we usually reject anything that we aren't familiar with, I thought this episode could look at how to consider a change with our thinking or perspective, resulting in a change of behavior around some of the critical issues our world is facing to see where we can take individual responsibility. If we can add the understanding of how our brain works optimally and how we can improve ourselves by really thinking about some of these issues our world is facing, we can become more empathetic towards others and set the stage for the much-needed change our world needs. If nothing is done at this time, we'll look back and there'll be no change. But if we can all do some self-reflection and make our own personal and individual change, 20 years from now, we'll know if our actions made a difference. While still thinking about the direction of this episode, I read a social media post from my mentor, Greg Link, who I've mentioned in past episodes. He was the co-founder of the Covey Leadership Center, and Greg was the one who orchestrated the strategy that led Dr. Stephen R. Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change, from 1989, to become one of the two best-selling business books of the 20th century, according to CEO Magazine, selling over 20 million copies in 38 languages. He created the marketing momentum that helped propel Covey Leadership Center from a startup company to a 110 plus million dollar enterprise with offices in 40 countries. When he writes something, I always pay attention and what he has to say is always insightful and profound. This time, what he wrote was full of his own personal insight on what was happening in the world today. And he tied this to the Seven Habits book. And he was actually talking about habit number five. For such a popular business book that sold so many copies you would think I would know the habits off by heart. And if you were to go in a room full of a hundred people and ask who knows about the seven habits book most people should raise their hand but few people including myself can actually name all of the habits. Did you know that the habits were divided into three segments? Habits one to three are focused on how we manage ourselves. Habits four to six, how we lead others. Habits seven, how we unleash our potential. And the eighth habit is a whole new book published years later in 2004, and it focuses on finding your voice and inspiring others to find theirs. There's never been a time like this in our world, and more than ever right now, we need to think about how we're managing ourselves, how we lead others and how we can unleash our potential and find our own voice in a way that inspires others to do the same if we can do these four things i'm sure that when we look back to this time period 20 years later there'll be some change if it's been a while since you've read this book go back to the habits i'm doing this as well And I've included them in the show notes so that we can all begin to implement some of the most powerful principles of the 20th century into action in our life. I challenge you, just like I'm challenging myself, to learn more about yourself here. Sit down somewhere quiet and think about some of the issues our world is facing. None of us can escape them, so we might as well begin here. Do you know what implicit biases are? Do you know what biases you hold? We all have them. Greg Link's post reminded me that we don't see the world as it is, but as we are. And that if we want small incremental changes, work on your behavior. If you want quantum leap change, like we all do, work on your paradigms. Here's that word paradigm again. We talked about it in episode 67 with a deep dive into the most important concepts I learned from working directly with Bob Proctor and his seminars and we cover paradigms in that episode. You can go back and take a closer look at what might be holding you back. We all want quantum leap change, and Greg Link went on to explain that the secret to this change lies in changing our paradigms. I also suggest reading Price Pritchett's U Squared book for the best description of how to experience quantum leap results in your own life, especially if you're ready for significant change to occur. I've had a copy of this book since the late 90s and it's always on my desk. It's only 38 pages but the concepts are groundbreaking as they teach you how to change your personal effectiveness. Price Pritchett, a business advisor, speaker, and author who specializes in mergers, culture, and organizational change, states in his book that if you want to accelerate your rate of achievement rapidly, you must search out and vigorously employ new behaviors. Quantum leaps will knock you out of your comfort zone, but where do they begin? They begin with shifting your paradigms that could be controlling virtually every move that you make. Remember, to ignore the power of paradigms to influence your judgment is to put yourself at significant risk when exploring the future. To be able to shape your future, you have to be ready and able to change your paradigm. Joel Barker, a technology and business futurist, published a book on paradigms in 1993. The more understanding we have of ourselves and others, the better we can communicate, work with, and thrive, not just survive with our current and future results. If we want significant change to occur in the world, we must begin with some self-reflection. We did cover some of these concepts in episode 29, How to Rewire Your Brain for Happiness and Well-Being. But this episode will focus as a review of the most important brain basics that we should all understand and apply to our life so we can stay strong and focused and challenge ourselves to think in ways that we've never thought before, tied to Stephen Covey's powerful habits. If the brain is involved in everything that we do, and everything we are, then we must tie in brain health to optimize our future behavior, actions, and the state of the world. Let's take a look at Stephen R. Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and the Eighth Habit as they relate to the eight most important concepts I learned from studying Dr. Daniel Amen's Thrive by 25 course. And I've created an action plan in place to implement these habits with these brain tips as well. Habit one be proactive the habit of choice we want to look for alternatives not roadblocks to help us to see that there are choices what areas of your life right now can you be proactive with during this COVID-19 pandemic time think about reframing things that might be holding you back like I'm stuck inside to now I can finally work on myself or my home or complete some of those projects that you've always wanted to complete Write out a list and see how good it feels with each of the items that you complete. Focus on things that you can influence and let the others go. I know this can be difficult because people do not resist change when it's their choice, but many of us are now dealing with change that's not our choice, and it's frustrating, annoying, and just darn difficult. Just keep the momentum moving. Let's add a brain tip to this habit. Brain tip number one. Be proactive with your brain health. Normal is a myth. Remember, 51% of us will have a mental health issue, something like post-traumatic stress, depression, anxiety, or addiction, and cases have increased since the COVID-19 pandemic. It's more normal to have a problem than to not have a problem. So being prepared and aware of how to help yourself and others is more important than ever these days. If you struggle with attention, focus, sadness anxiety worry flexibility stubbornness or impulsivity welcome to the club this is normal dr daniel amon tells us then add to the fact that many of us globally are still quarantined and in lockdown and it's understandable why there's been a rise in mental health issues whatever you might be dealing with take action towards finding a solution put habit and brain tip number one into action Be proactive and ask for help if you just don't feel right. Do you know or you would even begin to learn more about your brain health? Dr. Amen has a whole website dedicated to this at mybrainfitlife.com. Visit his site and you can also access his free six-week challenge. It's called The End of Mental Illness Brain Health Revolution. It's a YouTube course that he launched in January of 2020. This free course takes you back to the basics and has tons of worksheets, tools, strategies, and ideas that we should all be implementing to put our brain health at the forefront of our minds. This course will keep you busy and give you the most current information you'll need to know about being proactive with your brain health. Habit two, begin with the end in mind, the habit of vision. Isn't it true that we can see things clearly in hindsight? where there is no vision, the people will perish. Looking back at my life and choices as a young teenager, I'm sure we could all do the same. The things we now know today with all of the advancements in neuroscience would have changed some of the actions I took back then. But we don't know what we don't know. And no one was preaching about brain health back then. So we can only focus on the change we want to see for ourselves moving forward. Yes, we can change our brain health if we change our habits. So for our next generation with the new knowledge we're uncovering every day, if we truly want ourselves and our next generation to reach the highest level of potential, then this habit tied to brain health is the key. We just need to have a clear vision of what we want and then infuse this vision into our homes, schools, and workplaces. So let's tie a brain tip to habit two. Brain tip number two, begin with the end in mind, create a vision for your brain health. Your brain is involved in everything you do and everything you are. It's involved with how you think, feel, act, interact with other people. It's the origin of your intelligence, character, decisions, dreams, thoughts, creativity, and actions. If you think about it, your brain is the organ that's behind how well you will do in school, in your career, and your relationships. I'm sure if we were taught about brain health in high school, we would be mindful about doing anything to not harm this powerful organ that has complete control of our future success. Everything a young person does either helps or hurts their brain development, and when your brain is working right, you will work right. Everything in our life stems from the functioning of our brain. Let's put habit and brain tip number two into action. What change do you want to see in the world? What vision do you have for the world in the next 20 years? As parents, teachers, coaches, managers, and leaders, teaching civil responsibility, respect, and character should be at the forefront of our minds if we expect change in the next 20 years. These themes should be reinforced in our homes, schools, and workplaces, and infused into our day-to-day lives. If our brain health determines the actions that we'll take towards these themes, then brain health should also be emphasized in order to carry out this vision, starting at an early age to protect our brain and future, but we must begin with the end in mind with a clear vision. Habit number three, put first things first, plan weekly and act daily. Stephen Covey built his whole career around the four quadrant chart, called the urgent and important matrix where our attention goes to quadrant one with the urgent and important tasks completed first and quadrant four distractions last. I've put the chart in the show notes for anyone who wants to see all of the areas of the quadrants. So let's add a brain tip to habit three. Put your brain health first. What you do today impacts tomorrow. Just as our daily habits impact our future results in our professional world, the same goes for our brain health. Make brain health a priority. Put it first as urgent and important. We must know what things are bad for our brain. And I've included a link to Dr. Daniel Amen's six-week course in the show notes section. And the course has a resource of hundred foods that are bad for us. And that's in week three of this six-week course. It's helpful to know the foods that we should learn to avoid, the things that are bad for us in our brain so we can begin to eliminate them. Putting habit and brain tip three into action. If you can plan ahead the night before, write out the top three urgent and important things you need to do for your work. This will eliminate time wasting. If you can follow the same idea with healthy eating and plan ahead, make sure your fridge is full of healthy foods versus the items that we know are bad for us. We'll be miles ahead with our health. Habit four, think win-win, the habit of mutual benefit. Win-win is based on the paradigm that there's plenty for everybody, that one person's success is not achieved at the expense or the exclusion of another person's. When a situation is win-win, both parties feel good about the decision and this builds trust. Let's add a brain tip to Habit 4. Win-win, strengthen your body and you strengthen your brain. This definitely is a win-win situation as everyone wins when they're building a stronger brain and body. The benefits do spill into all other areas of your life when you put focus on your brain and body health as your relationships and career will also improve. You will also role model the way for others to follow your example. Let's put habit and brain tip number four into action. Put this habit to test and see what happens if you take 90 days to focus on your health. Have you ever done this? When you make health your priority, you'll watch all other areas of your life improve. This truly is a win-win situation. You'll feel sharper, you'll have more energy, and something happens when you're on track. People are just drawn to you, and this creates more opportunity. Try it. I'd love to hear what happens when you take control of your health. Habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. This was the habit that Greg Link mentioned that he was working on, and it centered around practicing empathetic listening and effective communication. We listen first to understand. To really understand the situation without putting our own beliefs, our own thoughts, feelings, or motives inside someone else's head. Only then can we seek to be understood, which takes courage. Let's add a brain tip to habit five. Understand your brain first. Discover your brain type. If we want to deepen our understanding of ourselves, get to know more about your brain since it controls everything that you do look up and take Dr. Amen's brain type assessment to get an idea of what brain type you have. You'll receive an email with a video that explains your brain type and characteristics of this brain type, dietary suggestions for this specific brain type, and a full report with your brain fit score. So putting habit and brain tip five into action, take time to understand where you are right now with your brain health. Once you have this baseline, you can take the six-week course and begin to make deeper changes one step at a time. Be kind to yourself and know that you can make significant change to your brain, health, and future by learning and implementing these new ideas. Habit number six, synergize. The habit of creative cooperation. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And when we can learn to work in synergy with others, we create something powerful. One plus one equals three or more. My mentor, New York Times bestselling author and presidential historian, Doug Weed, used to call this concept the triple braided cord, where we accelerate our results with the synergy that comes from the creative cooperation when two or more minds come together. Some people call it a brain trust or it can be called a mastermind, but be prepared for the great power that comes from this union. So let's add a brain tip to habit number six. Create synergy by understanding other people's brain types. If you wanna reach the highest level of potential and experience the magic of synergy, whether it's in the workplace or in your personal life, it's important to keep in mind that not all brains are the same. This was John Medina's brain rule number three, that every brain is wired differently. Since we've all had different experiences in life, our brains are all different. What we do and experience in our life literally rewires what our brains look like. So let's put habit and brain tip number six into action. If you really want to understand another person, Dr. Amon's Thrive by 25 online course covers the main parts of the brain with characteristics that we can all use to recognize our own brain vulnerabilities, along with ways we can improve and strengthen different parts of the brain. Also week two of his brain health challenge has a PDF document for strengthening each part of the brain. When we can use habit five using empathy with others and habit six together, we really do create a new level of communication with others. Habit seven, sharpening the saw, the habit of renewal. How do you sharpen your saw to increase your personal and professional effectiveness? Is it through continual learning or renewal from exercise, meditation, or prayer. Whatever method you choose, know that we must renew ourselves in body, heart, mind, and soul to unleash our full potential. Let's add a brain tip to habit seven, keep learning about brain health, nutrition, and exercise. The older we get, the more serious we need to get about our brain health. When we stop learning, our brain starts dying we need to keep learning to stay sharp and focused and prevent our brain from aging. We can even measure our genetic age by measuring the telomeres, which hold genetic material together, like the end caps of shoelaces. We know there's specific strategies that prevent our brain from aging. And the more we take this seriously, the stronger and healthier we will be. So let's put habit and brain tip seven into action. Pick one new strategy to implement and write it down. If you want to begin a daily meditation program, begin here. Or perhaps you're looking to improve your eating, then pick one area and focus on this area for 30 days. What we measure improves, so if you can log how many days you were successful with your new strategy, you'll have a gauge at the end of the 30 days of how well you've implemented this new habit. Habit 8 finding your voice, and inspiring others to find theirs. This habit is so important that Stephen Covey wrote a whole book about it. In this book, he talks about five habits that inhibit our greatness. their criticism, complaining, comparing, competing, and contending. Then he goes on to say that we all have the ability to impact the world by taking our mental energy and creating a vision, channeling our physical energy with discipline, unleashing our emotional energy towards what we're passionate about and tapping into our spiritual energy to share your truth or what life has to offer others for a better life. When we do this, we are role modeling the way for others to do the same. Adding a brain tip to habit eight, role model the way. Since we can only change ourselves, it's important to think about role modeling the way whether it's with our health or whether we can inspire change in others. When i worked with bob proctor in the seminars i remember he was always asked the question how do i change my spouse parent sister or whoever that person wanted to change so that they can stop being negative complaining or criticizing whatever the problem was the answer was always you can't just focus on yourself and role model the way so to put habit and brain tip number eight into action you will never change another person as people resist change unless it's their choice. So the best way to inspire others to take action is to focus on developing your voice and encourage others to do the same. I remember the first time I put my voice and ideas out into the world with my first book and that was back in 2008, just about 12 years ago and it wasn't an easy step. Finding your voice takes courage and initiative. And with that comes the chance that you'll face criticism and you've just got to learn to deal with that. Keep moving forward regardless of what comes along your way by putting your voice out into the world and there's a chance for great opportunity here. It will start off small but with time momentum will take your ideas from one person to the next to the next and with each person you're helping you create a ripple effect of goodness in the world. Not everyone will resonate with your message, but the ones that do will help propel you forward. Before you know it, others will begin telling you the actions they've taken, and you'll realize that finding your voice has made a bigger difference than you could have ever imagined. Let's quickly review the eight habits. Habit number one, be proactive with your brain health and ask for help if you need it. Habit two, begin with the end in mind. Create a vision for your brain health. Your brain is involved in everything you do and everything you are. So create a plan or a vision to improve it. Habit three, put your brain health first. What you do today impacts tomorrow. So make your brain health urgent and important. Habit four, win, win. Strengthen your body and you strengthen your brain. Habit five, seek to understand your brain first, discover your brain type. Habit six, Create synergy by understanding other people's brain types. Habit seven, sharpen your saw. Keep learning about brain health, nutrition, and exercise. Habit eight, find your voice and role model the way. I'm grateful that I saw my good friend Greg Link's post on social media reminding me of the importance of Stephen Covey's powerful seven habits of highly effective people tied to our brain health making us all think of ways that we can sit down and improve our own personal effectiveness in the world if each of us can like greg did in his post take personal responsibility for our thoughts feelings and actions we can begin the ripple effect of change that we all want to see in the world if we want quantum leap results we must focus on changing our paradigms i hope you've gained some insight from these ideas Episode 69, being recorded next week, will feature speaker Ben Ampel, a U.S. certified neuroscience coach from the Philippines, to cover the neuroscience behind the fear that the world is facing, with some ideas for us to further implement the change in our behavior that could impact the world if we expand our own awareness, think, and accept the challenge to take new actions. My hope is that our next episode will allow us to build off this one and discover that there is great possibility in front of us and that with this great challenge of self-reflection and change, there's also great opportunity as we begin to put each new brain tip into action in our daily life, reflect on the eight habits, and make the necessary changes so that we can look back on our world in 20 years' time and see the impact of this change. See you next week.